0: Good morning. And as we continue our Easter joy in these 50 days of celebration of the risen Savior, uh, we welcome, of course, all our guests and our visitors to the parish uh, this morning. And uh, during this time of the Easter season, uh, in the reading of our scriptures... I would suggest that uh, you might take, as you're reading, the first and second epistle of St. Peter. You know, he wrote that uh, from Babylon. That was the name of Rome at, at a time of persecution. And, it, and perhaps at a time when people's faith were being deeply uh, affected and tested. And so it's a, a wonderful epistle uh, the first and second epistle uh, of Saint Peter to read during this time for our own faith, and to realize that much of what the church is going through today, and its sinfulness and scandal, and all of it, and what is happening in the world today, we need to realize that the same sufferings were afflicted of, the- of the church at the time of Peter, of Saint Peter. And also, you might think, uh, to review the early church, the structure of the church, the, the life of the church, you might want to read the Acts of the Apostles. In union with the whole church, we celebrate that day when Jesus Christ our Lord rose from the dead in his human body. Dying, you destroyed our death. Rising, you restored our life. Lord Jesus, come in glory. You know, during this marvelous season, this wonderful time, we celebrate the mercy of Jesus Christ. And in celebrating that mercy... That forgiveness. When we read all the accounts of the risen Christ over and over again is the merciful Lord. You know the words today whose sins you forgive are forgiven them. The forgiveness of sin. That in all this... uh, these beautiful readings we find our dignity of who we are we have been transformed in Jesus Christ we are a new creation each one of us can say in all sincerity I am an altar Christus another Christ in this world and my vocation is to become one with Jesus so that I can cry out sincerely in truth, Father in the Holy Spirit. I have been transformed. I have been changed. And there is hope. No matter how terrible my sins may be or have been, I have hope because He loves me. We can all say that. You know, the Lord has blessed me with many years in the priesthood. Maybe uh, I can't understand his mercy or why he even uh, called me or allowed me to be a priest. I sort of fumbled my way about and all I can tell you and I, I tell you this that I would never remained in the priesthood in all the years if it had not been for frequent confession. Somehow or another, in the grace of God, I had the good sense of weekly confession. Sometimes I'd have to go more often for I'm sinful. But that saved me. That's why I'm here before you today. The beautiful sacrament of penance, the sacrament of reconciliation. One time in my life, uh, it was all upside down. Um I, had, I was renting a big retreat house and uh, had other positions in the diocese, That diocese. There was a new archbishop, and he called me in, and he was the first, I was the first one he fired. <laughs> and he, uh, he said, well, you go to Catholic Charities. So I went to Catholic Charities. And uh, in Catholic Charities, they were looking for a priest uh, to take care of, to work in the prisons in Arizona. And uh, I think the bishop, the archbishop, was happy to get rid of me because when I went and brought this to him, he said, Yeah, you go. That's good for you. <laughs> so, so I left and I was really, I had no, I had nothing, you know. And I, I, my life was catawampus. I was down. And I entered the prison ministry. And, uh, you know, Psalm 55 describes it perfectly. They're dark places. They're evil places. They're bad. Darkness It's overwhelming. And I could tell you many stories. But in that time, I found out something. A great grace. I saw with my own eyes the forgiveness of Jesus. You know, some people in prison were so dreadful and sinful and terrible, their families never visited them never went near them. But I saw forgiveness and I saw love for one another. I remember briefly one time I went, I had my rounds and I would go in this place where uh, uh, they begin the process and uh, uh, and uh, it's a, t- a dark place. They were in uh, maximum security. These people, and I walked in, and they're sitting in a in a uh, in a chair. A woman just uh, they had shackled her, she, and you could see that whatever happened must have been terrible. And. Uh, On one side here were the women that could look out and see that. And one of the women called the guard and she said, could I not give her a cigarette? And the guard was kind and he said yes. And he gave her the cigarette and lighted it for her. And uh, then the woman said, give her the package let her have that package. That was a tremendous act of charity in darkness. I'll never forget that. And what I learned there was if God could be so merciful and so good to those who life were in turmoil and very often I would have to look at their uh, resumes or sheets, as we would call them, and see their history, and I would say, if that all happened to me, I'd be here too. And what I found was the mercy of God. This is Mercy Sunday. And I'm here only because of God's mercy, of His forgiveness. What he'll do with me, I have no idea. I don't deserve anything. But what's so important is never be discouraged. Never think anything you've done cannot be forgiven, because his mercy is infinite. And once you have received forgiveness, then live. Live as a child of God. Live as one who say that God is my Father and in Jesus Christ and his precious blood I have been forgiven. God bless you.